Hey, there we are. We are recording live. Uh, welcome you back to the Principles Podcast. It's been a crazy apocalyptic week of snow. Um, I have been out of the building, but Mr. Bandera and Hayam have been running the show specifically here at the North Pole. So, gentlemen, how's life uh, with the 20-some inches of snow this past week? I think, uh, yeah, I was definitely very lucky. I never lost power um, like a lot of people um, here in Chardon. Um, I know some of our students and our families are still without power, so hopefully that gets turned on soon. Um, I know a lot of students are very excited to come into the building to warm up today, so hopefully uh, things are getting back to normal very soon here for you, and you stayed off the roads the other day and enjoyed your two days of, uh, of snow days. I'd say about the same. I had to take the sled in today. Um, there's a lot of snow, uh, to try to get in, but my boys were extremely happy the last few days with all the snow. I haven't seen them play out in the snow as much as the last couple days, lost a couple trees in the backyard, uh, that didn't hit the pool. So I was hoping it would hit the pool, but, uh, not so lucky. Maybe the next snowstorm because they're saying it's going to be one of those, uh, winters. So we'll, we'll wait and see. But it's definitely, um, very heavy snow. Um, and I've, I'm a lifer and back in 96, there was 76 inches of snow that fell over 36 hours. And that was fluffy stuff. And this stuff was heavy. It's like bricks trying to move mm -hmm. it. Um, with all the, um, not just the, having this calamity days, but, uh, our district has been impacted with, uh, more, uh, quarantine cases where more staff members have been impacted by not being in the building. Along with that is um, dozens and dozens of students have been in quarantine. So the district this past week um, determined, I believe it was yesterday, uh, to go remote uh, starting on Monday all the way through uh, January 4th, the last day of our break. So we wanted to take some time to kind of talk a little bit about that. And I wanted to uh, share with you a little bit about the schedule. Um, it's very similar to what we're currently um, doing in a regular schedule, not in a 50-50 schedule, but in a regular schedule where students have on Monday and Tuesday and Friday, their white days where they have all their classes. And then on their Wednesday, they have their red day schedule, two, four, six, and Friday or Thursday, they have one, three, five, seven. Um, our schedule is a little adjusted. So there's a couple of things that Mr. Heim and Bandera are gonna talk about directly related to some of the, the times and, and some of the experiences that may not be occurring. But on our, our days of our white days, we have periods one through seven. Um, everyone in the building will have a standard lunch period. And then we'll close the day out. Um, seventh period ends at 147 and we move the circuit of success, the eighth grade course um, at the end of the day, also to provide online office hours for all of our students to get help from their teachers from about 151 to 225. So it's kind of like an added on feature to the, um, the, the schedule that, we, that we're going to move into. Um, so that'll be three days a week, Monday, Tuesday, and Friday. Uh, and then we have our traditional uh, Wednesday schedule, which uh, second period uh, will begin, guys. Does that say 
um, two, four, and six. There's lunch in between. And then our Thursday schedule of one, three, five, and seven. This document will be featured in the in the weekend reflection. We want to put some voice over to this. Um, I would say that this is pretty firm. This is pretty settled. We we have uh, worked with our our district on this, and we made adjustments. Mr. Bandera found some things we could fine tune today with Auburn to make sure all of our kids can have classes. But that's going to be generally our schedule. Mr. Bandera, what's our tenants going to be like? Yeah, one of the big um, things we struggled with uh, throughout this year and even last spring was um, attendance. Um, so attendance will be a little bit different. Um, I know a lot of you have been doing a very good job doing the daily attendance on Infinite Campus, checking yourself into classes. Um, and you've been doing that because your teachers have been teaching at the time, so they wouldn't be able to necessarily see who was there and who was not. Um, for now, um, while we're in this setting for at least the next two weeks here, um, we're going to have you do pretty much traditional attendance. So when you log into a Google Meet um, and you enter a live Google Meet with your teacher, if your teacher's doing it that way, um, you will, your teacher will mark you present. You don't have to worry about anything. You just have to show up, do your work, make sure you're doing all the assigned work and turning in by the time it's assigned. If you do that, you'll be marked present and um, you'll be counted for attendance for that day. If you're not in attendance, um, you know, you slept in, whatever it might be, um, expect your family will probably expect a call from Ms. Lacoste or one of our other secretaries as they're going to be making phone calls about um, about students who are missing. So please make sure you're getting there. Please make sure you're getting your classes. If you wake up and you don't feel really well, you're 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 sick, you just you don't feel like you can climb out of bed, you don't feel like you could do your class that day, that's fine. Um please make sure you have your parent call in to Ms. Lacoste. She will be here every day. Uh, make sure they call in her, call you off for sickness. Um, we are taking daily attendance. You are take, There's period attendance taken every single period of the day. Um, eighth graders, this includes your circuit of success time too. So make sure you are present. Um, I don't want to have to get into truancy or anything like that with any students. So please make sure you're here during your assigned class times. Um, you do not have to check in for study hall. Um, so um, for that, you don't have to. But if your schedule is a support or a guided study, um, those are still required check-ins at this time. So make sure you're there for one of those um, support or guided study. But if it just says regular study hall or late arrival or early dismissal, don't worry about checking in for those. Mr. Heim, talk about learning procedures. So, you know, this is the second time we're, we're uh, going into a remote setting, very, which is from the past in the spring. And we learned a lot from when we went into that, what we called emergency remote learning. Uh, we're not considering this emergency remote learning because we've had some time to plan to think about and prepare for this day if we had to get to this point. A uh, couple things that need to be emphasized. This is a full day of school. It is a full day of school. You're going to anticipate approximately three to four hours of classes, contact, of with the teachers per day. That does not mean that for the entire class period, the teacher will be talking or doing things. You may have time to work. You may, the teacher may say, check in. You might be there five, 10 minutes and they may give you the rest of the time to work on your own. You might have to check in at the end or they'll see you the next day. But it is going to look different and feel different. So um, make sure that you're on time, you're getting up like you normally would uh, if you were coming into school. A couple things, uh, the following activities will not meet virtually. So if you have a 
scheduled study hall, freshman mentoring program, and topper times will not be meeting virtually. So you do, you'll have that time to catch up uh, with the things you need to do to make sure that you're doing that, everything you need to do. Very important. Google Classroom will be the key to driving your success in the next two weeks is utilizing Google Classroom. That's where all the work will be posted. That's where you'll be able to find out that when things are due, how you are to submit, when you're to submit, and everything you need to do with that. It's also very important that was already said, all teachers who are not teaching in the circuit of success, and we have nine teachers, nine circuit of success teachers, and we can get those out. And I, I'll, go, I'll let one of you guys jump in if you want, but we have uh, Ms. Carpenter, uh, Ms. Mahalik, Mr. Meisen, Mr. Brown, Mr. Um, Hewitt, Mr. Hewitt uh, Ms. Bernacki, did you say Herner? Mr. Herner, Mizuki. That's eight. We need one more. Mizuki. Um, there's nine of them. And they will not be available during this office hour time because they'll have the circuit of success on Monday, Tuesday, and Fridays from 151 to 225. Um so, you know, there'll be a little bit of time that you can catch up with the teacher at the end of the day if there were some things you need to follow up with. So um, before we end this podcast, I'll make sure I go over the nine teachers so everyone knows who will have circuit success and not be available during the uh, office hours. Mr. That'll Murray? Meisen, Brown, Hewitt, Mahalik, Bernacki, Herner, Nidzwicki, Carpenter, and Jaeger. Uh, Miss Jaeger. Jaeger is the one. Yeah. Yes. There we go. So there's a lot of other resources. And I, I'm proud of you there, Mr. Heim. You're going off cuff off of our master schedule, and we were doing that with you. Um, as we look at the additional resources that it's important inside of this document, again, Mr. Bandera already said it. If you are sick, please call into school. Um, Mrs. Lacoste's hotline, uh, she 24-7, um, the, the phone will, will be able to take answers or voicemails. Uh, the, her number is posted. It's going to be 285-4057. That's press number one for the attendance hotline. What's really important for us to have continued uh, data tracking of, of all the information regarding the health and well-being of all of our staff, our students, and our families is if while you are away, uh, you are um, notified of a positive COVID-19 in your household, personally, or your household, please contact school. Uh, the number posted there goes directly to Jan Hoffman, our school nurse. Uh, her number is 440-286-0418. Um, that includes any quarantine. But just to let us know, you've been put into quarantine because of uh, close contact. That information uh, is important for us because the Department of Health is being inundated with, with numbers. At, they cannot be uh, as timely as possible school personnel contacting people. But there should be minimal contact tracing um, if you stay in your household. Um, and the numbers should get better. 
gentlemen, am I correct? If you are in your household doing your schoolwork and your family is doing their, their, their life together, then there should be minimal issues with contact tracing. Are you using our building? Are you using math to, to make that statement? Did you just use some mathematics to make that statement? No, common sense. That was oh. common sense. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure where you thought that we used talking about <laughs> all these variables and uh, no thanks. Fact no. is is that we're trying to drive numbers down the best that we can, the best we can control in our county. Um, so therefore, we're hoping that that phone number doesn't ring too much to Mrs. Hoffman. Um, but we know that just natural things will occur. And, and so there, therefore, it is provided. Mm -hmm. um, Students, you've, done a, you've done a very good job, I think, all year. I mean, we're one of the few schools that has made it um, this long in Ohio um, in terms of you know not going remote. Um, we've hit a point, and if you look at the whole state today, the whole state's pretty much hit a point where, you know, schools are being forced to make these decisions. Um, but I think a lot of us, you know, can continue to do the things to control this and um, hopefully get us back here um, very soon. Right now, this is a two-week um, two time. Um, we're hoping that we'll be back in school on the 5th of uh, January. Um, so we're hoping that for these next two weeks, we can do what we can. Um, do what we can over winter break too. Um, you know, try to try to remember to do important things. Keep your distance. Um, be close to people in your family. But um, you know, apart from that, try to try to maintain your distance. Um, wear these. I know they're not the most comfortable, but continue wearing these. You've done a really good job this school year, and um, just try to try to do what you can so that come January we can get back into school. We could start our regular. Um, go back to what regular school looks like for us. That's our that's our biggest goal here. So I think it's also really important to note that um, the high school um, has been in 50-50 for several weeks. And because if we want to talk math now, you're only in contact with your teachers um, one time per period all week. Uh, the others are either virtual and or asynchronous and that limits your opportunities to meet with, with your teachers. And, and in doing so, that is, uh, the teachers don't have as much time to cover the, con uh, cover the standards of uh, the course in a timely manner. And the second quarter was really short in itself. And the fact that we had less contact, um, we wanted to make sure we could do everything we can to extend this quarter. Uh, so we talked to the district today, we talked to our superintendent, and uh, I, I have to give shout out to our our other principals that were willing to kind of move for the sake of the district um, that we were able to move our end of our quarter uh, the end of the quarter end of the first semester is now pushed into january it'll be pushed up until records day uh, january 14th is the end of the quarter it gives us eight more days we don't know what those eight days will look like after uh, we get back from um, the break, but we we're guaranteed eight more days of creating more content. Um, and as just for the record, I just saw Mr. Kovach dance in Mr. Himes window. Yep, he's dancing. So Mr. Kovach is ex extremely excited to have eight more days to the quarter uh, so that he can certainly have more opportunities to meet all of you. I didn't know. Uh, see, you see, he's using math too. four plus four is eight. See, it's being used everywhere. 
Thank you, Mr. Kovach. I appreciate that. Mr. Kovach, um, was that an Old Navy special again? 20 bucks. And I got my Converse's. You overpaid. You look good. You look real good. Bye. Yeah. Hey, we right. also have to talk about athletics before well, we before we, before we move on. All right. Before we get to athletics, let's make sure that we're clear um, that in a typical year, our uh, courses end with a an adjusted schedule for exams, and this year they're not. So any assessment that a, a course has for a semester and or a year long course, uh, they're going to be done um, differently. Uh, uniquely based on that class, it's going to be up to that that teacher, that course, but uh, they're definitely not going to be a scheduled time for class exams. Um, it's going to be done alternate assessments. There could be online assessments. There could be projects. There could be presentations. Heck, there could be podcasts. Um, but any way that a student can be able to, to demonstrate what they know against the standards, um, our teachers, we're going to be working with them tomorrow. Uh, about that topic. But you're right. We need to transition uh, to other uh, things such as athletics. So believe it or not, we still have athletics. We're going to have our winter season. As long as we can find uh, other schools to compete against, we are going to do that. But unfortunately, as we go into this remote model starting on Monday, all extracurricular and athletic events are going to be put on pause. We're going to pause them, hold them, reschedule them. Uh, there is a potential that could get adjusted during uh, the, the actual formal winter break if some of our numbers improve and it seems safe to do that. Uh, teams and clubs are going to be allowed to practice. Uh, all that should be coordinated through their coach or advisor. So and that information should be coming out. Um, but we are going to still try to press forward and be prepared for when we are able to resume competing against other schools. Along those same lines, just do your best right now to um, stay safe, but also have social interactions. I think um, sometimes, you know, I remember in the spring, um, it's very difficult when you're staring at a computer screen all day uh, to, to focus. So yes, you have to do your classwork. Yes, you need to attend your classes. Find ways you can socialize. Call a friend, write a letter to a friend. Um, you know, try to go outside and hang, make a, you know, make some snowmen using your, wear your masks and make snowmen, go sledding. Um, do those things, you know, do it with a safe distance, but do those things to try to keep um, having some type of social interaction during this time. Um, it's very, very easy, especially this time of year to um, face that normal seasonal depression. Um, but it's, you know, it's even easier when you're not seeing people. So try to make sure you're finding ways to safely see people at this time. I agree. I agree. You know, Joan Blackburn is a phenomenal social worker who has all the resources under the sun for things like this. But, um, you know, definitely reach out, reach out to other people. And I guess, Mr. Heim, is there an opportunity for us to reach out during lunchtime uh, where we could have some cahoots from time to time? over the Absolutely. Next Let's uh, let's talk a little bit, and we'll get some information out to the masses. I know, you know that we got a large number of students and families who are excited about cahoots in the spring. So hopefully, we can get that rolling again. But at the same time, we love to get back into full session, get back with students in in person, 
So, you know, hopefully this is just short-lived, two weeks, get us through the holidays, do the right thing, wear our masks, um, you know, be responsible, and we can get back and truly finish out the school year uh, the way we want it we want to and have all those great moments and experiences with our students here in the building. Agreed. Um, two last things. One, if you're, if you have Chromebook issues, there's means for you to contact the school. Uh, we have a personnel to help you with your Chromebook, um, technical issues. Uh, they will be working from eight to 12 each day. Um, and then also if you need the three of us, uh, we will be available during online office hours, the same time that teachers are available. So if you need any of us, that would be parents need us, staff needs us, and or you know students need us, we'll be available to, during the, that time. Um, we cannot wait until we're able to do or have regular school, um, but we have to obviously make sure we're doing what we can to protect each other uh, to the best that we can in our, in our, in our families, in our school, in our state, um, so I think that that covers a lot of the things we want to get through in this podcast. I know that, uh, in the next couple of weeks, we're going to be, we're showcasing this podcast at a national conference, um, where we're able to kind of talk about how the pandemic has changed all of us in means of communication. And we know that our listeners are few, but they're mighty, uh, but it's another mean, uh, to communicate back to all of you. So any final, what we always do is give shout outs. So uh, any shout outs, give you some time to think about someone you want to shout out. I'll steal one. Um, I want to shout out to our service learning class. They're starting their Jeremy's Kids fundraiser here, um, which has always been a huge fundraiser for um, finding some needy families um, and giving back to those in need around the Joggett County area. Um, Mr. Meisen just Post a website for that that'll be shared in the week in reflection so make sure you check that out uh, he says in 20 years they've raised over one hundred and twenty thousand um, dollars and they usually help a lot of our students and our families here in chardon so um it's gonna be a little different this year i you know there's usually lots of um they're usually going around the hallways and collecting money from in the mornings from different um different periods but please make sure you log into the website if you have the opportunity um give back I'd like to give a shout out to the maintenance crew uh, pulling into the driveway. Uh, it didn't even look like it snowed. The parking lots was phenomenal, dry. The sidewalks were cleared beautifully. It, it was amazing. No one could have convinced me that we got so much snow out here. If you would look at our uh, sideway, sidewalk, excuse me, driveways and some entrance points of the building, they did a phenomenal job. So thank you very much. Yeah, I agree. Um, not only do I want to thank both of you for all that you do, um, I, I was going to the route of all of our city workers uh, to make, you know, specifically Jen Sprinzel, uh, building secretary, the greatest thing to be just a reminder is that her, her daughter moved back into, into town from New York and they had a moving truck um, that was a semi that was coming into Chardon on Tuesday and Wednesday of this past week. Well, guys, you know what happened Tuesday and Wednesday this week. And so he had many Chardon folks helping him navigate the, our, our area. And he got and eventually end up at, at Walmart and as a kind of a, a breather. And so while he was talking to the city folks, he, he made one comment to them when he eventually went to their house. 
He said, I've been driving in, in snow my entire life. And so the locals said that there's, uh, you know, there's snow, there's lake effect snow, and then there's shard and snow. And so this guy who travels all over the country said that this was the worst snowstorm that he has ever driven through. And it's been across the country. He said it was so heavy that his truck was sliding, a semi truck. So all of our city workers out there that have done all they could to make sure that all people are safe and all those people that helped someone this week, pull people out, pull them up, help them out. You know, that's what we do best in Shard. So guys, again, we'll see you again tomorrow, but that will put a closure to this meeting today. And so peace. Out.